0: Welcome, everyone, to Dinging Corners, a baseball podcast powered by Slavis. I'm your host, Nate, and today we are here again with Jimbo. Welcome, Jimbo.
1: Hey, how's everyone How's everyone doing today?
0: I hope they're doing well. I hope they're doing well. And Jimbo is wearing a Masters green jacket-looking thing, so uh, he must have been pumped up watching the Masters, watching Tiger a couple weeks ago. Do really well day one, and then... Peter off is obviously he definitely looked injured and sore out there, which, you know, makes sense. He's 14 months removed from almost losing his legs and his life. So shout out tiger for competing and shout out, uh, man, who's the guy, what was the guy's name that blew away the rest of the field?
1: I'm not going to lie, dude. I didn't watch a single minute of the masters. I just had this jacket on. Um, I was watching baseball that entire week, weekend
0: you missed out. I mean, I love baseball and I love the Masters and I love, you know, I love every sport except for basketball right now because uh Chris Milton got injured last night, sprained MCL and it's hard to win when your second best player is injured. True. So, but we move on. We move on to baseball subjects and there's one important subject that we're going to start the show off with today and that is Well, actually, I should run through the rundown of what we're going to do. So we're going to start off with a little talk about Miguel Cabrera, searching for his 3,000th hit. And then we're going to talk about four high school shortstops that obviously are not in high school now, but they were drafted out of high school last year. They're all killing it. So we'll cover that. And then if we've got a little bit of time left, anything that strikes our fancy, I don't have a plan for that. If we have time left, though, that would be wonderful. And um, the the reason I want to talk about Miguel Cabrera today is because, one, Jimbo is a Tigers fan. You all know that. And just two, a he, just a little bit, just a little bit. And two, he worked for the—oh, he worked for it. Yes, Jimbo did work for uh, the Tigers. But uh, I'm so lost here. I'm so lost here. Sorry, guys. But Miguel Cabrera is one hit away from 3,000.
1: <laughs> this is very true. And he might do it today as recording on, what is today? A Thursday on 421. 421. So by the time this gets gets released, hopefully he did hit his 3,000th 3, 3, hit and uh, get this rolling. dudes. one crazy stat before this game was uh, that they were saying on the pregame was, the entire lineup had like 300 and or like 200 and or no, no, 3017 hits. The entire lineup, career wise. Seriously, yeah. And almost 3000 of them are from Cabrera. Oh, no, 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 like besides Cabrera, like the rest oh. of the lineup. Oh, no, that would be that would not be good. That'd be like literally an entire rookie team, yeah, uh, which they kind of are, but. But anyways, crazy stat. So 8 other 8 other hitters are just uh just above how many career hits Miggy has. So I thought that was a pretty cool stat. And just it's pretty
0: crazy the amount of longevity and health you need to get to 3000 hits is insane, which is why you don't see it happen very often. But uh we've got Miguel Cabrera Tops rookie PSA 10s here from 2000 Tops traded that I'm looking at. And people are popping them for around 680 to a to $700. It looks like in the last couple days, days, uh, a little bit before that in the 500s. So that would actually have been a really good buy. April 11th, 2022 auction, $575. Just buy it in preparation for his 3,000th hit. Now, where do you think these cards go from there? They're currently sitting, last two sales, 675 and 680 So let's say they're 675 right now. Where do you think this card could go from here if he gets three thousand? Do you think it's like you have to have this in hand and ready to sell the moment he hits his three thousandth hit? And if you're a day late, you're you're late. Or yeah. do you think there is maybe a little bit of a window there?
1: I don't. I, I think it. You know, just like anything, anytime there's a lot of eyes on something because of an event or anything like that, you'll see. You know, a, a pump in the price. Um, I wouldn't say go rush to buy them, honestly. Uh, because I think they'll float back to that price of where they were a couple of months ago, and I think it's a lot of people buying them up right now that aren't gonna keep them forever. Cause that's another thing too. It's like, who are like, how often do these get bought that get that get put in a collection that never get never see the market ever again? And I don't think that'll be the case this week because the people that do collect Miggy, like Mike myself, I will not be buying any Miggy. In the nope. next few weeks because of that, because I'm a collector where if I buy something, I'm not trying to flip it, I'm keeping it for life. So I, I might you, as well wait. You want a good price. Yes.
0: You know, it wouldn't yeah. be worth, it wouldn't be worth, uh, selling. Let's pull up. I'm going to try to pull up his, uh, if it works.
1: But it is an interesting, cause the, I forget what other, like there's going to be a lot of milestones hit this year with him and Albert Pujols. Um, and I haven't looked at exactly which one. I know, you know, Pujols, is, he's going on to, uh what was it, 600 home runs? He's creeping up. He has what, 18? Uh, 700. 700, sorry. Yeah, 700. So
0: he started the year 21 away, and I believe he is now 19 or 18 away.
1: Yeah. So that's something where you keep an eye on uh, of stuff like that. Anytime there's a milestone, you know, kind of trend, uh, you can, you can do quick flips if you're looking for the quick flips for me personally, I, I could never sell a Mickey card. So I, I, I couldn't even try to do the flip, but at Pujols, um, yeah. but here's my question to you. Do you think this year with the pool, like a lot of chatter about Pujols and Mickey, do you think that will transfer into like that, that, time frame a lot of those rookies like an etrio um you know i feel like there's like a little group of
0: so that 2000 2001
1: rookie class yeah do you think that might have an impact on all of them
0: I, i i don't know not something i've thought about i wonder i i i would i would say probably not i just don't think i think Pujols would have an impact on the Pujols Ichiro Tops traded dual rookie card that you can see, but I don't think like people will say, "Oh, Pujols just hit his three thousand or seven uh, hundredth home run, and who else is in two thousand one that I can buy?" I just, just I, don't, time I, I
1: don't like yeah. other players like in that time frame.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. I don't feel like at least for me, my mind wouldn't go there. Okay. Like I wouldn't say, "Oh, you know." Pujols hit his 3,000th, or I said it again, 700th home run. Oh, man, I wonder who else was a rookie at the same time as him. Let me let me go buy their cards, too. Oh, Ichiro. Like, I wouldn't go there. Like, I wouldn't say Miguel Cabrera about to hit 3,000th hit.
1: Who is a rookie
0: in, you know?
1: Well, what not necessarily, like, the the exact year or set. I'm thinking more of just, like, the time frame. Because I know, like, when, when all this is going through with Miggy and, and Pujols, it got me thinking like, man, like the nostalgia started to hit. Like, oh man, do you remember when, because they keep showing videos of, of young Miggy in 2003 and all of that. And I'm just, I don't know. I, I was only asking because it kind of hit me that way. And I was like, huh, I wonder if it's going to be like that for everyone. But who knows? You know, it's um,
0: very confusing to me. Is that, so this Miguel Cabrera 2000 tops
1: traded. Is that a prospect card? I forget the the terminology how how it all was back then because it
0: because like there's no way he was a, a rookie before Pujols was a rookie.
1: But remember, Pujols didn't actually have like any true prospect cards. All he had was that minor league the the Perori. I can't never say the Poria the Indians Indians the minor league team single A yeah. But he remember he didn't come on as as like a huge prospect, if I remember right. He that's why he only has
0: okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. So it, it definitely is a prospect card. It has rookie card on it, which is strange, but prospect card. Um, but shout out. I'm gonna be paying attention to a lot of tigers games here um coming up. If he does not finish the deal today, and I don't know if he will finish the deal today, uh the three thousandth hit. It was the eighth inning when we started recording. He had just struck out in the seventh, I guess, and it's unlikely that unless the Yankees tie it up and he gets a a hit in the ex, or at plate appearances, in extra innings, not going to happen today. So if you're listening to this tomorrow, Friday, around noon to nighttime, tune into the Tigers game because you're probably going to be able to watch a three thousandth hit from Miguel Cabrera.
1: Well, he's actually coming up to bat right now, so hopefully, what,
0: what? Yeah. seriously, yeah. Oh, Jimbo, flip your camera.
1: Flip it?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's watch this live. Live oh, reaction. Yeah, cool. We're getting a live reaction from Miguel Cabrera. 3,000 hit
1: potential.
0: I can't believe he's up to bat.
1: Yeah, I know. Me too. I t- I texted my dad last night. I was like, Dad, you have to go to the Tigers game tomorrow. Mickey's about to hit his three thousandth hit. He texted me back. He goes, okay. Text me this morning. I'm here.
0: <laughs> oh, he has to see this. He has to see this. This would be amazing. And that's for everyone listening on podcasts, this might be bad podcasting. I'm not 100% sure, but this is potential history in the making. While we are watching this, Jimbo, do you know how many tigers have 3000 hit, 3000 hits in their career?
1: Uh, I'm guessing just K-Line? I don't
0: I don't know. That's no. what I'm <laughs> That's what I'm asking uh, you. I don't know off the top of my head. I'm not the Brewers good only t- have two. Yount and Molitor. So,
1: oh, yeah, I would I would assume uh, it would either be if there was anyone it'd be Greenberg, Ty Cobb, or Al line. Okay. Oh, never mind. We got we got Austin Meadows up.
0: Oh, Austin Meadows is up. How many do Oh, outs? dude,
1: they they intentionally walked Miggy. What? Oh, that's not cool. No.
0: Nope. Oh, boom, oh, dude. Bro, yeah. we had history in the making on this podcast. And then they intentionally walked him. Unreal. I mean, I, I guess I get it. They are still trying to win a game, a baseball game, but boo. Dude,
1: the Yankees hate history. Oh, well, I guess there we you, go.
0: I guess if you don't have to be on the wrong side of history, you take that, right?
1: Yeah, I guess. I'd rather. Hey, not
0: no big deal, but that was his 236th intentional walk. Pretty <laughs> close to uh, his 3,000th hit. That's pretty awesome. Oh also just ideally if he could get a double for his 3000th hit that'd be huge because he has obviously it would be 3000 hits but also it would be his 600th double
1: Oh that would be cool Yeah well, so. well you know that was what was crazy last year um last year he hit how many was it so his his first step at bat his first MLB hit he had a home run and then last year he hit a home run for like his 500th. And then if he hit a home run on this one, it'd be like the trifecta.
0: Oh, wow. That'd be cool. Go, go Derek Jeter on him. Yeah. I like it. Well, we should move on from Miguel Cabrera and let's move on to the main subject of today. And it is the four high school shortstops that are killing it Four 19 year old dudes, all playing an a ball all obliterating the baseball. And we are, of course, talking about Marcel Meyer, the fourth overall pick to the Red Sox, playing A-ball in the Carolina League, I'm pretty sure. he has Yeah, Carolina League at Salem, and he has an 819 OPS, including a 317 batting average, 404 on base percentage, and a 415 slugging. So he's killing it. But then you had Jordan Lawler, who was the sixth pick by the Diamondbacks, and uh, in the California League, he is hitting 350 with a 460 on base and a 600 slugging, good for 1,060 OPS. Now, obviously, take these all with a grain of salt. It's only 10 games, but I feel like if you are a young player and you're destroying a ball, you get called up pretty quick uh, mm-hmm. to get go against stiffer competition. Then you had Khalil Watson, the 15th – or, sorry, 16th pick out of uh, – Wake Forest High School in Wake Forest, North Carolina. Interesting. I wonder if he would have gone to Wake Forest, uh, the school. But uh, Khalil Watson, 16th pick for the Marlins, and he is hitting 333 with a 381 on base and a 744 slugging, which is good for a thousand and one twenty five OPS, and he also leads all these young shortstops in home runs with four, and he also has four doubles, eight extra base hits from Khalil Watson on the year. And then lastly we've got Max Muncy who has a 310 batting average, 423 on base and a 619 slugging which is good for a 1042 OPS, 4 doubles, 3 triples or 3 home runs and Max Muncy was the 25th pick by the A's. What is kind of crazy to me is that these are all 19-year-old kids and they're all killing it and there's actually one I forgot about and I should have looked him up beforehand so I'm going to look him up right now and that's Brady House mm-hmm. and Brady House was the 11th pick by the Nationals and Brady House himself has a 973 OPS hitting 370 with a 473 on base and a 500 slugging those are three different 19-year-old high school shortstops all dra- or five different 19-year-old high school shortstops all drafted in the same year playing the same position, the same age, in the same level, and they all have 800-plus OPSs, three of them 1,000-plus, Brady House at 973, so almost 1,000, and then Marcelo Meyer at an 819, but he might be like the best defensive shortstop of them all. And so you, even if he maybe in the long run doesn't hit as well as the others, value-wise, he'll be right up there.
1: I just don't think I've ever seen anything like it dude, the young crop, like there's just so much young talent coming up through that draft was phenomenal last year. And that and the thing that's crazy is there's so much depth with that draft too, that we're not even talking about. Like, it's just crazy. Like it was a good year for, to have some good draft picks.
0: I mean, Sal Freelich, you know, Brewers prospect, haven't talked about him. He was just like the cover guy for the, uh, baseball america or baseball prospectus email this morning like it's one of those things where not even talking about him but another first round pick that is doing really well in the early going went five or five the other day with a home run just it seems like more and more talent is just ready to play mm-hmm. Uh which is pretty cool to me pretty cool to me and i wanted to bring it up because i'm just it's like you couldn't have gone wrong. I bet I put my wagon on. I hitched my wagon. Put my wagon. I hitched my wagon to Jordan Lawler before the season. Bought a Blue Wave auto. Bought some sapphires. Bought one Marcel Meyer sapphire. Meant to buy some Brady House. Never got around to it. Couldn't buy Max Muncie or Khalil Watson because they're coming out in 2022 Bowman. So if you are looking forward to Bowman, um, you should be trying to get Marlins in group breaks or the A's and group Breaks, if you can, both really good players. It it, I don't really know what to say about it, besides the fact that I just have a hard time wrapping my head around it. There's supposed to be failures in baseball, right? There's supposed to be what? Failures in baseball. You're not supposed yeah. to be able to draft. Every shortstop you draft in a draft class is good out of high school. That, it's just not supposed to be that way. And yet, we're looking at five guys that Any way you any way you put it, if you would have drafted and and this can change, this can change. But if you would have drafted Max Muncy, fourth overall and Marcelo
1: Meyer, 25th, neither team would be upset. Well, well, that's the thing. All of those guys, they like, yeah, they were drafted differently, like different picks and all that. But their 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 value or their ceiling is like they're all very similar player wise. That's why for baseball with the draft, like I don't, I don't look at the draft picks where they were drafted at. Yeah, it doesn't matter, but it is it's, interesting. It very interesting. Like that's that's the thing. Like for me personally, I'm the highest on Khalil Watson, out of all of them. And then I really like Brady House. Like I think the you know Lawler and and uh, Meyer, like they're they're good, obviously. Uh, but if I had to choose, it would be probably one of those. But Max Muncie is really interesting too. And yeah. here's the thing that that so, so there's another like another thing is Brady House, but this is what I actually found out a couple of weeks ago. I don't know if you knew this. He doesn't have autos in Bowman draft.
0: I did not know that. I guess Crazy, I've only ever right? seen like refractors and stuff of him.
1: Yeah. So he doesn't have autos. So think about it. His uh, you know, quote unquote uh like fr- like print run is probably cut in half because there's no orange auto there's no red auto there's no super fractor auto so think about that i i personally have been trying to scoop stuff up with him up of him because of that and well, he's you're just telling
0: me I, I should be scooping up refractors as best as possible
1: i mean it's it's to your own you know if you believe in them uh absolutely but here's the thing that's tricky is like which one to choose and this is this is where it becomes kind of tricky and and this is and this is a different game that i like the game that i've been playing recently is the wax game, buying sealed wax, where instead of going and buying a certain player, what's buy, what's buy the whole mutual fund of this and buy, you know, the draft year or the you know something like that because you have those guys that will will be the catalyst of the prices of wax.
0: Mm-hmm. But then
1: also you might get an Anthony Volt or you know someone that comes out of nowhere and Everson Pereira, or whoever mm-hmm. comes out of nowhere and bumps it up.
0: Um what you are describing right now is what i wanted to do with 2020 bowman baseball and to an extent we did do that we bought a case of bowman baseball we ripped half of it uh it and then we i wanted to keep the other half unopened aaron did not <laughs> we got him for 300 a box
1: Oh, I was like
0: aaron let's keep this he's like no let's move it uh i'm throwing him under the bus here but he didn't want to keep it. I did. I was like, Aaron, this is going to be like $500. We've got, if Dominguez plays well, Bobby Witt in here. You said it, Volpe, um, Everson Pereira, and a bunch of different guys that I can't even think of right now. Aaron Ashby, the li- and the list The list is huge. The list is yeah. huge. There's potential stars all over it. And he's like, no, no, no. We got to sell it. We need the money. I'm like,
1: <sighs> cash flow. I was cash like, cash flow is king.
0: I, I get it. I get it, but I would love to keep this. You fast forward literally two months. Last sales on eBay, six hundred fifteen bucks. We were getting them for three hundred. Mm-hmm. And it's not I don't think it's gonna end there. As long as if Bobby Witt starts playing well and these guys like Everson Pereira and stuff go up higher levels, six hundred fifteen dollars is not the end of a Bowman uh twenty twenty Bowman baseball box, and it's killing me. It's killing me because I had half a case sitting in my office, yeah, ready to not be touched, and they're gone.
1: Well, thing of, you know, there's always I, I I tend to think like that all the time, like oh man, like what it like I should have done this or that, but I try and as best as I can translate it into what's next, what am I gonna do, like what what is that a year from now? Fair. So it's like preparing so like for instance with bowman it gets really exciting the first couple of weeks i will i'm not gonna lie i get excited i just want as much as possible but then it starts to kind of tail off a little bit like the like everyone opens so much bowman where you know for me i can open bowman at any time and be excited but the market as a whole kind of like oh you know i've seen it for the last two or three weeks i want something else that's the best time to snag a couple throw it in your closet preferably if you can get a sealed case which you know you're talking quite a you know, quite a bit of cash, but you know, if you could choose one or the other, if you could do a sealed case and then just hold that the mutual fund, then you don't have to worry about if a player gets hurt, if a player has Tommy John, whatever. You're buying the class. It's true. And I love you
0: not you're likely going to get a decent number of guys in a sealed case that you would not get in a oh and we got Sam Huff Sam Huff in twenty twenty. Because we got an orange auto of Sam Huff. Like that's just another guy that like you don't really think of, but mm-hmm. in the in the boxes we ripped from the case. So just an excellent an excellent product and twenty twenty two draft or twenty twenty one draft. If this keeps up, now obviously Muncie and Cleo Watson not going to be in there. So you
1: know it's, in, it... they'll be in the Bowman prospects, which comes at the end of the month. Which people listening to this be ready because not everyone will know like the check, the official checklist hasn't came out yet, but because now tops does Bowman first edition basically gives us a preview of the checklist. Mm-hmm. So a lot of breakers where well, will let's say they put out their pick your teams too early. We'll put them out there and they don't, you know, they don't put the price right. You can go in there and get some good deals. But even after that, I think there's some really good deals. There's a kid. I guess we could do like a segment on just the the breakdown of that checklist, but there are some sneaky players. I was about to say them, but maybe I'll hold it for the next one.
0: Hold it for the next one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because there are some
1: sneaky ones.
0: Some sneaky ones. There are a few dudes in there that you're like, wait, this dude just turned 18. He's an A ball right now, and he's got like an 800 OPS, you know, plus OPS. Yeah, I'm interested in that. Uh, specifically, off the top of my head right now, thinking of H- Hendry Men- uh, Mendez.
1: You said his name.
0: I did, but we'll cover him more later. He wasn't
1: the one I was thinking. So people are perfect. Are
0: perfect. But I do want to cover some sales here for these guys because I do think it's kind of interesting. Um, looking up Marcel Meyer Bowman Chrome Auto PSA tens. Actually, I won't even look up Auto because because. Uh, Brady House doesn't have that. So what we'll do is we'll look up refractor. We'll get refractor in here. And a Marcelo Meyer Bowman Chrome refractor PSA 10 last sold April 20th, $240. A Brady House. And now I have to change up all of my sales history searches on Card Ladder. Shout out Card Ladder. Brady House. Does not have one sold last sold March 13th for $160. You gotta imagine it would be up from there. And you said that was PSA 10? That was PSA 10.
1: So also there's probably a lot that hasn't even been uh graded yet. So probably pops really the most.
0: Correct, because it would be very brave of you to grade a or Jordan or Brady House refractor for $50. Yeah. Um Jordan Lawler, Bowman Chrome Refractor PSA 10, last sale is a hundred and twelve dollars on April 12th
1: Hmm.
0: like obviously this is eight days difference here between Marcelo Meyer and Jordan Lawler but you can see obviously the excitement around the Red Sox and the non excitement around the Diamondbacks but if it were me and I'm choosing between these guys and I can get somebody with like just as much talent for half the price. I'm doing that and I'm stocking up on two Jordan Lawler's for every one Marcelo Meyer all day of the week. And Brady house, since we don't really know a price on him, I can say that a black and white refractor way Ray wave refractor PSA 10 just sold for 400 on the 20th, whatever that does for you. I mean, would you rather have a Ray wave PSA 10 of Brady house for 400 or $160 in a Marcello Meyer refractor PSA 10.
1: Potato potato, dude. I'll I'll take either one. <laughs> I, I like love it. like I mean any like that's the thing. You could I could pull out of a hat and I'd be happy with any of them. That's the thing that's tough. It's
0: true. Okay, here, here's here's a question: the Ray Wave, Brady House PSA 10, or on April 18th, two days earlier a Jordan Lawler green number to 99 PSA 10 for 400 same price, same price. One is numbered to 99. One is non numbered.
1: I, I would go anything house just because of, I think the, the, the not having autos is going to play a big factor in the fact that I kind of put them all in like the same talent wise, that would be my only thing that I could choose.
0: I like that. Plus, plus there is, when talent's all the same, then you have to look at team, and there's a huge difference between the Nationals and the Diamondbacks, and there's a huge difference between the Red Sox and the Diamondbacks. So if it's that close, I get it. But if we're talking two Jordan Lawlers for the price of one Marcelo Meyer, I got to go with Lawler. Yeah, I have to. But- two for one is just way too good of a deal.
1: But here's here's one thing that I was wondering a couple of days ago. So like the Red Sox, obviously huge market team, all of that. But if you look at like a Devers and a Bogart. yeah, they don't sell very well. Like so, then it got me thinking. Like, is it? Yeah, they are a big, you know, you know, Yankees. Obviously, if it's a Yankees prospect, it does really well no matter what. But the Red Sox, I can't remember remember the last time I was like, oh, he's a Red Sox prospect. I need to go get this guy. Like,
0: well, Jaron Duran, kind of last year, people were like, oh. So good, gotta buy him, and then he stunk. And then it was like, uh, but Marcelo Meyer, you you bring up a good point, and usually it's because well, Ben Tendi. I feel like Ben Tendi was pretty expensive. True. Yeah, um, I, never got disappointment. I think I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that Red Sox players their prospects are generally kind of disappointing. Outside True. of Devers and Bogarts, yeah. uh a lot of those guys, Jackie Bradley Jr. never really had the career you were expecting. Um uh some other Mookie Betts obviously was good but Mookie Betts was kind of undervalued so I I don't know what to make of the Red Sox but I do know that Marcelo Meyer being from Boston and playing for the Red Sox is a really good boon being the fourth overall pick and being having been potential number one pick was a really good boon for his cards that being said I don't know if he deserves to be a two for one or one for two deal on a Jordan Lawler of the same card and therefore I would take Lawler all day long even if he plays for the Dimebacks
1: Oof! Yeah, he'll probably get traded for Shelby Miller. <laughs>
0: Shout out Shelby Miller. Um, that dude, part of one of the worst trades in MLB history. Yeah.
1: Good times. And then,
0: and then, I just wanted to cover Khalil Watson and Max Muncy really quick because they do have cards. Bowman Chrome, Bowman first edition cards. Not, uh, not Bowman Chrome yet. Obviously, those are coming out pretty soon. But the Bowman, the Bowman like. Base cards of Khalil Watson last couple fixed price sales $20, $25, $15, $15. Pretty healthy price, I'd say, for a base card. Yeah. And then Max Muncie is sitting around like five to six dollars a card for base cards. Pretty crazy to me to see the difference there because they're both really good. And I get the excitement around Khalil Watson, but if I have money, I'm just waiting till May. I was going to say,
1: don't rush to buy these right now.
0: It's, it's insane. Like there's some, there's some cards where I'm like, all right, if I can get a blue number to 150 of I'd still buy it. Right. Mm -hmm. Or something like that. But if it's a sky blue or a base non-numbered stuff, I'm waiting till Bowman is out. And then I'm buying, unless you think, you can maybe get the card in, send it off for like five-day grading with SGC, get it back, and get it sold relatively quickly before Bowman comes out. Then you can make a pretty penny. But if you're not planning on that, or you're not that quick, don't be buying Bowman first right now. Wait. You can buy Bowman first because it's a fine, it's a fine product. But I would wait until Bowman is out and people kind of forget
1: about it. Yeah. And and one suge- one one thing that I've always done, and, and one suggestion I make for anyone is when a new bone, like when Bowman comes out, don't go out and buy their their chrome, like their first will usually be inflated in the beginning, uh, of like their base stuff. And then really the best time to buy like the rare stuff, like the oranges, the golds, and all that is actually the first week or two, like the first month, two months. Because there's so many that get listed right away. Cause there's yeah, people cause that people
0: don't want to, they want their money back.
1: And then, but there's people like me that will literally hold on to it for a year. Like I'll buy, like I have a whole stack of Christian Santana cause I'm a Tigers fan where I bought it the first week of his oranges. Cause I knew like, Oh, there's two or three for sale. Like there'll be one for sale every two weeks to a month later on. Cause people will scoop them up and there's only like, there's not a lot of them. So in the beginning, it's actually best if you believe in a player to buy, they're bigger cards. Don't touch any of their base, anything from, like, blue up.
0: Mm-hmm. I can so, get on board with that.
1: Um, Because it's just crazy. Like, I love going back and looking at stuff on release week. Because usually, like, other pro- – and I think it's only Bowman, where, you know, other sports, like, you never want to buy on release week, the singles. But for Bowman, it's weird. It's just a different, I don't know, different mindset, different game, I guess.
0: It definitely is. And different collectors. I think baseball collectors and Bowman collectors are definitely different than Prism um football or prism baseball or select or anything like that. Different different breed, uh, for sure. Well, I think that will be the end of our little uh high school shortstop segment. I just wanted to bring them to light because they are crazy and because it's kind of a nice little preview, like hey. Just because these guys are doing well doesn't mean you missed the boat. Khalil Watson and Max Muncie still have cards coming out amongst other guys, and we will cover that next week, two weeks from now. I don't know when release day is. Is it usually on Wednesdays or is it on Fridays?
1: Uh, I forget. It's on the 27th this year, so Wednesday. Should be. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. I thought 27th of May? Uh, April, right? No,
0: no, no. Uh, Bowman's coming out in May, I thought. I thought it was oh. like May 4th.
1: Maybe they pushed. Last time I saw it was the twenty seventh, but it, it probably got pushed back. It usually does.
0: Yeah, I do think it is May fourth. I could be wrong on that. Pretty sure it's May
1: fourth. Okay, so it gives me more time to uh, get ready to do attack this.
0: Yeah. So if it's May fourth, we'll probably we'll cover it next week. So be looking forward to a little uh, a all encompassing coverage of twenty twenty two Bowman baseball. Next week. Other than that, Jimbo, I think we're I think we're going to try to do a little bit of a shorter episode this week. So I've got nothing else. You have anything else pressing that you want to talk about this week?
1: Nothing besides go out if you like a player, do an eye test before you buy anything. That's right. And do an eye test.
0: Do a uh, stat test. Don't just and the stats can be bad. If you like the eye test and you like that some of the some of the underlying things are looking good if his stats are bad you can still buy you don't need to buy when a dude's doing well like we just bought a bobby Witt card the other day he's not doing well it's always it's actually kind of nice when these guys don't do well and julio rodriguez i'm going to look for more of him because there's underlying statistics there that say hey most of the time guys that have this happen to them end up being really good and You've got Julio Rodriguez who's struggling, whose prices are dropping, and now you can go buy him for cheaper than what you could have, and you should still expect him to turn it around because, one, he's hitting the ball really hard. Guys that hit the ball as hard as he does usually get hits out of it, and he has not been, and two, he's had a lot of balls called strikes that are off the plate, and once that corrects, he'll be getting a number of more walks, getting on base more, and... His selective approach will pay off. So keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. Do the eye test, do the statistical test, and uh enjoy. Enjoy collecting, enjoy prospecting. I, I know I have, I mean, I just in the last couple of weeks, I bought a bunch of Jordan Lawler. Not in the last couple of weeks. In the last couple of months, I bought a bunch of Jordan Lawler. He's doing really well. Love that. We talked about Jeremy Pena. He's doing well. Love that. We talked about Dylan Cease as my Cy Young Award winner thing. He's doing really well. Love that. Um, I feel like there's one other guy we talked about that is doing really well. But then also on the flip side, loved Luis Robert. You know who's doing really poorly? (laughs) Luis Robert. Yeah. Uh, Chasing the ball, chasing or swinging outside the zone swings 53% of the time. So 53% yeah. of the time that somebody throws him a ball, he's swinging at it anyways. That's absolutely brutal. He's got to switch that around. But, like, for every win, you'll get a Luis Robert that's loss and it keeps you grounded.
1: But he had six balls hit to the warning track that if it was a warm summer day, God. probably would have been out. So that's the thing, too, is, like, that's why I always say do the eye test because an out might be, you know, a pop-out like that or a fly ball to the warning track. Is different than a uh, you know a, a ball to the third like to the shortstop, but, you know, lazy ground ball. Correct. Uh, so that's all. Yeah,
0: I- and and Jimbo brings up a good point. Heat does matter. Playing in forty degrees in the in April, you're gonna have a lot of balls that go out midsummer that are not going out right now. Which yeah. is why it's impressive when a guy like C.J. Krone is leading the league with six home runs.
1: It's incredible. In the wind, like a lot of these places, people are playing like Bobby. Like, playing in Kansas City, playing in Chicago, playing in, you know, Minnesota, all the, like, you know, it's not fun to play in right now. (laughs) That's for sure.
0: Should have built a dome. Shout out Milwaukee. Should have. All right, Jimbo. Well, thank you for jumping on this abbreviated episode of Dingy Corners today. Absolutely. Appreciate it. And uh, appreciate everyone listening to the podcast today. We appreciate all of our listeners. And if you ever have any questions or anything, you ever want anything answered on a podcast, don't hesitate to reach out to either Dingy Corners or to Slab Socks Nate or to Jimbo Cards. You can DM us and we will see your DM. Guaranteed. Responses are, are, are a, a little bit worse for me. I'm not the world's greatest texter or uh, yes. DM or anything like that. Jimbo can attest. Aaron can attest. Uh, my family and friends can attest that I'm the world's worst texter. I like see it and then I'm like, yeah, I'll respond to it and then pff, never do. Um, and the same thing happens for DMs, but we will see them. And if we see them, it will be in my mind for when the we plan and do a Dinging Corners episode. So if you ever have any questions, feel free to DM them and we'll get them answered. Other than that, Jimbo, any last words? I know I already asked you, but one last nope. time. Just enjoy baseball. All right. Enjoy baseball, guys. And enjoy Miguel Cabrera's three thousandth hit tomorrow night, hopefully. With that, I wish you all a good night and uh, or a good day whenever you're listening to this and we'll talk to you guys again next time. See ya.